Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. Welcome today to our weekly Prophecy Update. I'm Pastor Ken with Faith Dialogue. We provide two updates each week on both video as well as audio on this this, uh, podcast called Prophecy Countdown. Now on Sundays, we're presently going through the Gospel of Matthew and we go through chapter by chapter and verse by verse. We wanna make sure we get it right. We're presently in the Gospel of Matthew and tune in on Sundays uh, beginning at 1 p.m. 1 p.m. is when our Sunday broadcast premieres on YouTube and then it's followed up on podcasts as well. Now every Wednesday, we have a special prophecy update and the topics of our prophecy updates come from you. Uh, the video and audio listening, watching, uh, listening audience um, uh, by sending in questions, your questions to prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. That's prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. I, I answer every single email that comes in myself. We try to answer your questions as clearly as possible. And that's how these, these, these episodes, these topics come to life. Because if, we ha- if you have a question, most likely other people have the same question. So let's get to our lesson today. Uh, the topic is, comes from a question we received about the one world government, or sometimes called the new world order. And the question is simply, is that biblical? Is it part of the end time prophecies that we find in Revelation and the Old Testament prophecies? Well, it, it definitely is. The title of my message today is, Make Way for the One World Government. Uh, so to get started, I want to clarify at least that the Bible does not use the term one world government, nor does it use the term one world currency when referring to the end times. However, it definitely speaks about an end time individual, we call him the Antichrist, that has control. Uh, he makes everybody, um, uh, um, nobody can buy or sell unless they have the mark of the beast. I um, mean, makes them take the beast. He's worshipped. Uh, he's definitely in charge of this, of this end times government or whatever it is. Um, so let's get into some of the scripture and, and get into some specifics. For example, in the book of Revelation, the Apostle John sees a beast that's coming out of the sea, and we identify that individual as the Antichrist. He has seven heads and ten horns. That's Revelation chapter 13, verse 1. Now, this is very similar to a number of visions and prophecies that the the Old Testament prophet Daniel had. Uh, For example, in chapter 2, of the book of Daniel, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, who's the who's the king, has a vision. Uh, he can't explain the he doesn't he can't explain the vision. He doesn't know what it's about. So he has all of his wise men, all of his enchanters, come together, and he tells them they need to tell him the vision as well as the interpretation. Now, of course, nobody can do that, uh, but Daniel comes forward, and he says there is a God in heaven uh, that has revealed the dream to him. And if you remember, just give you a little, uh, a little catching up. The dream uh, that Nebuchadnezzar had was of a huge statue. It had a head of gold, a chest and arms of silver, its belly of thighs and thighs were brass, and its legs and iron, uh, legs of iron, and, and its feet had ten toes that were mixed uh, clay and iron. Now 
in the feet of these ten toes, it gives us our, our first clue. Our first clue. Uh, many what, what is what's going to be called the many called the revived Roman Empire. And and I'll tell. I'll, let me quote Daniel chapter two, just five verses, give you an idea where this comes from. In Daniel chapter 2, Daniel writes, And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything. And like iron that crushes, the kingdom will break in pieces and crush all others. Whereas you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. Yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not, break, not be left to other people. It shall, uh, it shall break in pieces and consume all those kingdoms, and it shall stand forever." Now, Daniel's interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream is an amazing prophecy. You know, and scholars find it incredible, except for the fact that God knows the present, the past, and the future. Uh, God knows all of these things. So, Dan so uh, the God of heaven is able to uh, tell Daniel exactly what these things mean. Daniel explained that the statue re represented empires, uh, beginning with with the head of gold, which uh, which was Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, it says, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, you are the head of gold. But after that, inferior kingdoms follow. So after Nebuchadnezzar was the uh, uh, chest and the two arms uh, um, representing the empire of Medo, Medo and Persia. Those were two empires that came together. Followed by the belly and thighs representing Alexander the Great, and then the Greek Empire, and then ultimately Rome. This fourth empire is described as strong like iron and crushes its rivals, and this was definitely Rome. Now, scholars have always been puzzled, and it's puzzled me too. The ten toes that are described as partially of iron and partially of clay, and it's during these, these ten toes are ten kings, we're told, that in the time of the ten kings is the final time. So we know these 10 kings haven't been set up, but they come out somehow of the Roman Empire. You know, the Antichrist comes out of this as well, and, and somehow, in fact, in uh, Revelation chapter 13, there's some more information. It talks about the most powerful horn who will wage war against God's holy people and conquer them. So this is this final uh, world emperor uh, or leader uh, that is able to exercise great authority over basically the, the world. So we have evidence in the Bible that there will be a one-world government. That's why my title and my message is Make Room for the One-World Government, because if we believe we're so close to the end times, we should see some of these, these end-time kings, these end-time figures coming into play. Now, one of the things that's interesting is that if you don't take the 10 kings as 10 kings of nations, but 10 entities, we can include things like world organizations. World organizations that are present, including the United Nations, for example, that claim authority and dominion, although no one has ever really given them the authority over their individual lives, they exercise it as if somebody did. For example, 
the World Health Organization, or the WHO. It was established in 1948. It was part of the UN Charter, but it's been slowly gaining power since 1948. And the ultimate uh, was during the COVID-19 crisis. It was the World Health Organization that declared COVID-19 a pandemic on the 11th of March in 2020, and the, all the world fell into to place. The World Health Organization exercised authority over nations. They were supported by the U.S. government and most of the Western uh, governments. Uh, they declared the medical protocols, including the six-foot six social distancing. Remember that? Wasn't that fun? Mass disinfectants, the use of ventilators, and of course, the need for everyone to be uh, ventilated. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone to be vaccinated. You know, nobody gave them this authority. They just, they just grabbed it. And the rest of the nations all fell in place. We all saluted and say, hi, hi Hitler, absolutely. We'll do whatever you want us to do. Now, there were over 13 and a half billion doses. Think about that. 13 and a half billion doses of the vaccine were distributed to over 70%. And 70% of the entire world population received at least one dose of the vaccine. Now, today we know that the healthy adults, and inspect particularly the children, representing about 80% of the world population, were not at any severe risk at any time because of the COVID crisis. Uh, this was an amazing coup by the World Health Organization to get everybody to follow their lead and do exactly as they said. So why was the WHO, why was the World Health Organization so successful? Well, partly because they'd been given the opportunity, the baton, uh, it, was, it had been queued up by what's known as the World Economic Forum. You probably heard about the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum in October of 2019, this is six months before the COVID-19 pandemic broke out, um, had um, uh, partnered with uh, John Hopkins and Bill and Melinda Gates, and, and they hosted what was called Event 201 in New York City. It was a high-level simulation exercise talking about uh, the preparations needed and the responses needed for a coronavirus uh, pandemic. And again, this was six months before the actual pandemic. Um, the, exercise, the, the exercises that they did emphasized the need for the governments to gain control over news organizations, to uh, uh, the internet, uh, to counter what they knew as misinformation and anticipated a coronavirus epidemic that would have over 65 million fatalities. Now, they came up with this astronomical number that's much greater than the Spanish flu and anything that's ever happened before, including the world wars. Um, and, and many people cynically believe that they were hoping for 65 million casualties from COVID-19. Actually, there was less than 7 million deaths. It hardly had any impact at all on the mortality rates worldwide. Um, and, you know, and we know also, the seven, of the 7 million deaths, you know, the, uh, we don't hear in the United States that COVID was listed as the cause of death uh, for many, many elderly people uh, that had all kinds of, of other fatal uh, circumstances that they were, they were actually admitted to the hospital for, but uh, COVID-19 was listed as a cause of death. And it isn't just the WHO and the World Economic Forum. There's all kinds of organizations that are joining in. Um, uh, the G20, NAFTA, the European Union, the national health organizations, the G7, the Council of Councils, as well as many of the top 500 in the international corporations. I'm sure we can find 10 out of these 
that the Bible could point to and say, these are the 10 kings that ultimately give their authority to the Antichrist. Now, remember that the force behind this one world or new world order, um, as, as, as described by the Great Reset, for example, by the World Economic Forum, is Satan himself. It's Satan himself, along with the Antichrist and the, and the false prophet, that formed this trilateral, this, this unholy trinity, where ultimately they have authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. That's Revelation chapter 13, verse 7. The person that emerges at the end times will truly be the leader of the world, and he'll have his support by these, these entities, what the Bible describes as the ten kings or the ten toes. However, they could easily be these so-called health and economic organizations. Now, let me leave you with this thought as well. It's interesting to note that if you take a look at the agendas for the Great Reset, for example, the World Economic Forum is talking about. This is, their, this is their top agendas. This is what they think are the most important things that the world needs to work on. Number one, climate change. What they call stakeholder capitalism, that's number two. Now, stakeholder capitalism isn't capitalism at all because it emphasizes the needs of the stakeholders, which is the people. So the idea it's not a corporation anymore. It's not capitalism anymore. It's actually more a, 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 akin to socialism. And then gender equality. Gender equality, which is just a code for transgenderism and the destruction of the nuclear family. My, my friends, there is a new world order that is coming, and we are looking forward to it. At the same time, what's also coming is the final kingdom. You know, when we pray the Lord's Prayer and we say, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, we're actually praying for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And it's the second coming of Jesus Christ that is, that is talked about so explicitly in the, in the second chapter of Revelation. This is what it says. In the or second chapter of, uh, of Daniel, it says, and in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Amen. Amen, my friends. Thank you so much for your questions. Thank you so much for uh, liking and sharing this, uh, this video as well. Uh, let me pray and we'll see you again real soon. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today. Thank you for joining us on Prophecy Countdown with Pastor Ken Bear. Don't leave without first sharing the latest episode with your friends. Be sure to join us again for the latest updates on Prophecy Countdown.